So today we are going to talk about a very interesting subject, one of those specialty gardening topics that I love, and it's going to be on hydroponics. Yes. This is this is good for people that, that okay, like you have a condo house and stuff, you want the garden, you can't have the garden space, you can have the hydroponics set up. Mm-hmm. You can have an hydroponics, a very tiny system, but you could also have a, an aquaponics. What's the difference? And that's a good question. The difference between, let me just start by saying, hydroponics is growing food in a soilless media. Okay. Aquaponics actually combines hydroponics plus aquaculture, which is growing food um, using, aquaculture is the raising of uh, aquatic animals like fish. So when you do aquaponics, Mm -hmm. then you're growing food and you're using fish to provide you with the nutrients that are going to help you grow food. So when you do aquaponics, you actually get food and you get fish. Okay. <laughs> like, Actually, I've seen this before, and I was like really kind of blown away um, okay. on how it works. But I've seen a couple different setups for uh, the aquaponics, uh-huh. where it was almost like a waterfall levee system, okay, yes. where you had different vegetative uh, substances growing on uh, different levels. Yes. And uh, the different one I had, didn't, yeah, I've seen, it's popular with shrimp. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen other, you can do tilapia too. I've seen yes. a lot. Yes, and um, that's very correct. Actually, when you think about a simple aquaponic system, the setup or the components of it mm-hmm. is a growing tray, which is on top usually. Then there's a table upon which this growing tray is on. And then there's a fish tank under. Mm. And in the fish tank, there is a pump that pumps water or the nutrient-rich water, which the fish... Actually, the idea is that the fish poops, and the fish poop... Everybody poops. (laughs) It turns into its ammonia, basically, and it's changed by bacteria Mm -hmm. to the nutrients, nitrates that the, the plants need. So the pump pumps up the water up through a pipe yeah. into the grow bed on top, if you're thinking of that. Okay. So there's a grow bed right here, and underneath is the fish tank. Yeah. So water, which is rich in nutrients, is being pumped to yep. the plants that are growing in the grow bed. Sorry, Shaggy, go ahead. I was going to say, so in this case, you are kind of returning to what Chuck is saying is the natural cycle of mm-hmm. using the animals to nourish the plants to yes. then later fill, feed bigger animals, Yes. sometimes even humans, to continue the cycle over and over again. Yes, the cycle of life. And in this case, we are talking about sustainability. And in a place like Hawaii, where we are always talking about, or any island, or any place, actually, in the world, when you're thinking about sustainability, you're thinking, how can I make the use of what I already have without having to bring in inputs, lots and lots of inputs with footprints all over the place, mm-hmm. and still be able to grow the food and have the nutrients that I need? So with an aquaponic system, you actually have the fish and you have the food. So that you feed the fish and the fish feeds the plants. And you have the best of both worlds. So you could have your salad with a fish. Usually the the, aqua, the aquatic life, usually they use either tilapia. Mm-hmm. They can also use Chinese um, catfish. 
But a lot of other fish are used, like you mentioned, shrimps can be used, goldfish yeah. if you like goldfish. You can use all kinds of different types of fish, but here in Hawaii, mostly it's tilapia and Chinese catfish that mm. is used in the aquaponic system. So, so you, you swai. feed... Swai. They call it swai. You ever hear of it? Swai? No. Swai? Oh, yeah. It's great. Mm-hmm. So it's um yeah you, you know what I'm talking about right that's it's um a marketing kind of it's a relabeling mm-hmm. but which is crazy to me because I like catfish if it's done if it's done right mm-hmm. catfish for some reason not that popular though outside of uh, a very small area of the United States mm-hmm. but swai very very popular and it's mm-hmm. a Chinese catfish mm-hmm. and they're growing it all over in uh, and it, they're farming it basically yeah yeah. yeah yeah and you know something like tilapia grows quickly it, it's it's a no drama fish in a sense it's a no to, drama <laughs> fish. it's able to acclimatize to the you know the water temperatures and all the other conditions of growth actually mm. so that's an aquaponic system and it's actually easy in fact I just recently came from one here in the island a really cool system where one of the backyard gardener is just using a hundred square feet of his space and he has all the aqua- the fish you'd wish to have, all the vegetables you'd have wish to have and it's a really neat setup. Now hydroponics on the other hand is a little bit more specialized. Okay. It's actually growing food in a soilless media. So think of a grow tank here. Yeah. With plants growing floating on into the troughs and sometimes it's just troughs and then you have this little net pot so if you had your seedling growing in a net pot and then you pushed it into a styrofoam or in a sense it's suspended in a way that it's lying the roots are lying in this media Mm. that is flowing all the time Okay, so like a, almost like a human circulation system. It, there's something yes. going in and out all the time. Yes, and time. you can see the setup in my uh, website. So you have this food which is growing, and especially letters, that are growing in this system that is suspended in the, you know, the nutrients are suspended in the media, and you're pumping nutrients, a rich nutrient concentration uh-huh. from a nutrient tank, Hmm. with a pump and it's flowing all the time so it's like a baby that is being fed throughout okay so it's it's like if you're a fan of the movie the matrix you remember the matrix and mm-hmm. how all the people were kept in the little pods mm-hmm. it's kind of like that nutrient it's really super concentrated nutrient that you're yes. putting through you're you're just giving the plants the exact nutrients that they need so oh that's great yes. so you don't have to like waste nutrients no you don't there. and in fact that's one of the advantages of a hydroponic system because uh-oh. The hydroponic system, system is very efficient in nutrient use. Mm-hmm. When you compare a regular gardening system, what we call conventional gardening, mm-hmm. that you and I have been talking about, and you have seedlings growing in soil. Yeah. So you put you add fertilizers, yeah, or compost. Yeah. Yeah. Those fertilizers and nutrients, of course, it's broken down to nitrogen and phosphorus and, and potassium and bugs, calcium and, and all yeah. those nice things. So they are floating around the soil solution around the plant. Yeah. But those nutrients don't just hang around. They get leached when it rains. Mm-hmm. They get pushed down the subsoil 
down into the waterways. And that's why farms turn yes. their soil to get yes. those nutrients back to the top. Either that or you uh, have to keep on fertilizing Or what also it. happens is that it goes into the river system yes. where it does not It's not benefit. a good thing. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So that's why we have to be very careful the kind of nutrients we are using, mm-hmm. especially phosphorus. Are being You're almost like flushing it, flushing your money down the drain. Yes, now, in a sense. You know, so yeah. the nutrients don't actually stay around the roots. Yeah, okay. They evaporate mm-hmm. and get leached down. So in a regular system, <laughs> a conventional system, uh-huh. you have to keep on adding the nutrients to the plants as they grow to maintain a good growth. I'm, I'm just laughing because, you know, one, you know, you could tell that you and Chuck are just like totally getting into this because you keep moving away from the microphone. <laughs> Sorry. These microphones are getting in our way, Shaggy. I, I, I know. It's like I feel like I should just like get boom mics or something to hear because I've never seen Chuck, on the other hand, as interested in one of our gardening segments as today because um, this is – when we talk sustainability, that's yes. the buzzword, isn't it? Yeah. Everybody has that Everyone's buzzword. a flutter about yeah. sustainability. Oh, yeah. Ooh, sustainability. Well, it gives you the, here's the... this is a good working actual model, right? Uh, I mean, it can be on many points. I think that um, for some people, from yeah. what I've heard, is that yeah. running a pump, let's say you uh, live in a community where, like, you get your uh, energy from burning fossil fuels. Yeah. Is it better? I mean, like, isn't are you be killing people's electricity bill? What's going on here? Yeah. You are so right. And I, and I really am glad you brought it up because there's always that gray zone. Yeah. When you talk about sustainability, there are those people who are really purists. They just want everything coming from the sun or just natural. Yeah. No electricity, no bringing in nutrients or fertilizers that you have to bring from elsewhere and just use them. So technically, in the real pure world, even though we are talking about sustainability, you do use hydro. Uh, you do use electricity mm-hmm. in a hydroponic system so in a very very pure form probably the word sustainability is not there but when you're comparing the alternatives like i mentioned okay you have a pump which has to pump up your nutrients from your big tank that is flowing through the grow beds and then it's recycled back right so it's a closed system so you have plants growing in these troughs and you're pumping nutrients throughout the exact amount that they need to grow using the sun. Yeah. So it's a very efficient system in the sense that there's no leaching. So the plants in respect actually grow faster and you're using almost a 90 to 95% efficiency of your nutrients. Yeah, so it's not so much about getting rid of the carbon footprint. It's about what can you produce yes. with the smallest amount. Of what you have. Mm-hmm. So you're using your, your nutrients more efficiently. But one caveat I must say about the hydroponics is that for most home gardeners, the one thing that stumbles them is the nutrient concentration combination. Mm-hmm. You know, they I'm don't sure it's know. a lot harder than uh, realizing how much chlorine you need in your pool. You yes, know, it's a little yes. Bit, yeah. That is true. So most people are like, okay, how much nitrogen do I put? How much phosphorus? How much potassium? How much calcium? Yeah. How do I know I have the right amount? And so sometimes there are kits you can buy that already have the concentrations done. But we just went to one of the biggest hydroponics farm here in Maui recently, and they actually sell their 
Yeah, it's true. And what for me, uh, like I, like Shaggy mentioned, I'm the founder of the Home Gardening Support Network. My mission is really to expose the gardeners to the various types of gardening that is available to them. I know we spoke about uh, growing olive trees in mm-hmm. Maui and having olive oil in Maui. We talked about now aquaponics, yeah. and this is another one, hydroponics. It's just giving you the possibilities. What is available? What is possible? There are people who really are into these other unique gardening systems and knowing that it's possible. And they're actually very small kids. So I'll show in my website the different systems that a backyard gardener can use. Mm. It doesn't have to be huge. But one of the things I noticed too, like the gentleman who was growing the letters, oh my goodness, they're just the most beautiful looking letters, different kinds. Letters? Letters, letters yeah. yeah. But they grow in 21 days. 21 That's days? amazing. In the summer. 21 yeah. days? Yes. In 21 days from Jeez. transplanting <laughs> to growing. And Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, and with, with uh, what we're talking about today, hydroponics and mm. aquaponics, mm. you get a feel for what, what you guys are, are bringing up here is yes. as the plant grows, yeah. the smells are different. This the texture is different. The colors are different. That is true. And in fact, Chuck, what you're saying is that if you're growing food using organic means, then you stop being a, 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 a stickler for perfection. Yes. There will be bugs, a, a few vegetables with bug marks or some diseases or other things. You become more tolerant because yeah. you're not using chemicals. You're not using a lot of chemicals. Mm-hmm. So you're not actually creating or eradicating pests or diseases. Yeah. You're not creating a sterile environment with these heavy-duty chemicals. Mm-hmm. So for an organic gardener, you actually take in those imperfections. Yeah, but also if you're growing something in 21 days, that's less yeah. time for something to leach onto it and cause, yes, yes. you know, yes. yeah, unhealthy plant. And like I said with the hydroponics, in the summer you can have them growing between 21 days to 25 days. That's in the, amazing. In the winter time, now it's a bit cooler. For like so sweet Boston lettuce? Like what kind of lettuce are we talking here? All kinds. All kinds. Yeah. All kinds of lettuce. But the one thing I want to mention too, this gentleman Imagine grows it. them using very high quality seeds. Mm. The mm. seeds matter. Okay. In fact, he told me that they get their seeds from Holland. Also, when you and when you start being a picky gardener, yes. you need to be picky right from the inception. You have to be, like we said in our growing, the seeds matter. The quality of the seeds matter. Mm-hmm. So if you have good quality seeds, he told me one seed costs 40 cents. That is 40 kind cents. of expensive. That's an expensive seed. But if you take that lettuce that is growing within three weeks, yeah, and you do all the calculations and you're selling it a dollar something, you still get back your money, but now you are doing it more often. You can grow so many cycles of letters in a year versus somebody else who is growing with poor quality where they don't have a good germination percentage and they don't have the disease resistance mm. that is put into these high-quality seeds. So the seeds matter. Okay. The seeds matter. So I, 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 I'm Shaggy. You're listening to Ann Gachui from the Home Gardening Support Network. Mm-hmm. Of course, Chuck's also joining us hey, today. Hey, Ann. Hi, Chuck. We have been about, because sustainability is something that, you know, everybody likes to talk about. Mm-hmm. But nobody really wants to come to the table, look at things like Ann has on her website, and mm-hmm. say, you know what? I see the advantage in systems like this. Yes. I, I see the advantages of closing the cycle of yes. not only carbon, yes. but, you know, 
of, of the, the proteins, the nutrients and stuff that go into these that plants. That is true. That is true. I, I, I also think it's a culture thing, too. People want to grow here people quality at this point actually i think you're bringing up some very good idea uh, points the thing is that sometimes the real cost of your food is not the money that you're paying for it it is the the value the quality the not worrying whether it's got e coli or salmonella oh, infections yeah. you're not knowing where it's coming from or who grew it or where it touched or what chemicals were sprayed on it mm-hmm. so it goes beyond that and there is something pure and just magical about growing your own food yeah you know and like you trust it you're like oh okay cool yeah so we go beyond all those the value eventually sometimes the difference is very small unless you're doing a huge you know when you compare it between going to the grocery store and buying except if you're in hawaii Mm -hmm. then buying in the grocery store is expensive you better grow your own but we have the sun 24 7 i mean well, so, I, I, I so, hope not. Well, we, should, so we got, we got a lot of sun months, down here. Twelve months in the year. Yeah. We have the but water. But I mean, people do buy grow lights here. and do this inside, right? Yes. But here we don't even have to do that. We can actually grow our vegetables, whatever vegetables we want to grow. You can do hydroponics outside without the grow light? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Interesting. You can do aquaponics without the grow lights. You can do, unless you're doing sprouts. One yeah. of the gentleman who was doing aquaponics actually was growing sprouts. Mm-hmm. And sprouts are really in You don't you need know, a lot of light, thing. though, either. Yeah. And so he grows them under dark. He just mm-hmm. covers an area that he needs. But I think when we come back again, as we are, we are just summarizing our topic today, saying, as a gardener, you have options. And it's good to experiment. You know, we have the traditional gardening and knowing how to do it, using the compost you mentioned, knowing how to make that compost happen, Uh knowing what needs to go into it. And we talked about it a few weeks back with Shaggy here, knowing what nutrients plants need, then knowing where you are, what is your climate, what can you grow, what's available. Be adventurous in your gardening and try new things. And, And if anybody needs any help, where can they go to get in touch with you? If they need to get more information on this topic, whether it's aquaponics or hydroponics or growing food well, you can come to my website, the Home Gardening Support Network. This is Anne Gachuhi. I'm glad to be back again, and I look forward to another session with you, Shaggy. I, you know, one of these days, yeah, we're going to have to have Anne just come in and educate all of the guys. And you got to come in all the time. This is like enlightening. Thank you. No, oh, don't. Chuck is like a big Anne fan, I think. I'm already. Today. You won me over. <laughs> but thanks so Thank much for coming in today. Today, 